0: Too Many Comics, episode 136. Brooks, we oftentimes miss weeks. This might be uh, one of the few times, maybe the first, that we've done two episodes so close to one another.
1: I just feel so close to you. (laughs) That's what it's about.
0: So we recorded late uh, the last show at a period when the new books had already come out. So nothing new has come out since the last time we talked. Um, But we'll get to a number one that we doubled up on to read... And, uh, you know, there was a, we, we may have not got a chance to read a, ten, a ton more books uh, since last time we talked, but uh, there was a lot of news. Well, let's just jump right in. Um, so first I'm going to talk about the this news I saw today uh, as the Oscar nominations are out. And they're making a big deal as it's a, a big uh, moment for superhero movies because we get Guardians of the Galaxy, which is nominated for Best Visual Effects or something like that. And Logan is uh, up for Best Adapted Screenplay. I mean, uh, uh, sure, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, that- I think this is this is cool. I mean, this is, so you know, Logan was a, a movie that hit the rated R. It was something totally different than than we've ever seen. I think we both enjoyed it. Um, there were some people saying that Wonder Woman was snubbed on some of these, uh, especially with the whole female movement going on. Um, but one thing I'm glad to see guardians of the galaxy in there. Cause it, I never understood how none of these movies ever get anything in like best makeup and visual effects and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Cause these are like the biggest, some of the biggest movies of all time that, I mean, I've seen behind the scenes stuff like guardians of the galaxy of the nonsense they have to go through to, to look the way they do. And, uh, it's nice to finally see some sort of recognition.
1: Yeah, I maintain, though, uh, that Logan, to me, was Diminishing Returns. It started off so like gritty and raw and real, and it became like more and more about a kid movie. That's just my take. Sorry. Oscar voters. I'm just saying. you know what I'm saying? Remember that?
0: Way to dump on it.
1: I'm just saying. That's how I feel. I'm not going to lie to the publics.
0: Well, it's definitely not going to win now, once everyone hears this.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I I realize this vote has uh, so much swing to the great uh, (laughs) uh, academy people. Whatever, uh, whatever. Yes, it's great. It's nominated. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? All right. I I do. That's who cares.
0: All fine, then. So moving right along to keep up with some movie news. I've got this in follow-up simply because we talk a lot of Deadpool on the show. Uh, and we talked a lot recently about Clue as the, the book series finished up. Yeah. And there was a little note that Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool writers are looking to reboot the Clue movie.
1: Okay, so I thought you would enjoy this because I know much you love the book. It was a fun book. I, lo- I love that movie back love in the, the day. Movie. It, that is an old school, uh, uh, you know, it, it warms my heart. But even still... Ryan Reynolds, though, I feel like could be a little. A little goes a long way. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, is, is that me? Is it, is it just me?
0: No, I agree. And he's he's way out there in Deadpool.
1: So are you ha- excited about this? Do you be, believe it could go somewhere?
0: I I wonder if. So, and I'm trying to breeze through this again. If it's something that would star Ryan Reynolds. I imagine so. I don't know if it was going to be like uh, if he would just produce it or sort of be directing some piece of it, but I imagine he would be in it in some fa- some fashion. It could still be, you know, depending on what role he is and how the story goes. I mean, I imagine I would still watch this, perhaps not in theater, uh, but I would still watch it. Okay, well. And by that time, he would, he would have died down by by then.
1: Flames on the side of my face flames good scene all right so uh julie power did you see this
0: Uh, i'm reading it right now
1: okay so julie power who was a part of the power pack which almost sounds like a tongue twister back in the day is going to be reappearing in the runaways book that's happening now now the crazy part about this whole thing is julie power was a child star in the marvel universe this is so crazy to talk about it this way who became one of Carolina Dean's initial female paramours? She's going to be introduced into the uh, new Runaways book. That—that's all I'm saying.
0: Okay, that sounds fun. Anything,
1: anything? Nothing. This
0: book has been fantastic thus far. So they want to add a. And the Runaways are are known to have uh, some uh, some different cast members show up. I mean, they they had you know well. It, he wasn't a core piece at the, at the onset, but, you know, Victor Mancha showed up and became a core piece. You had one run, had, uh, you know, a heavy dose of cloak and dagger. Uh, this is a uh, runaways are open to all of these sort of misfits that come around and need to latch on and do something. So th- this book has been fantastic thus far. So whatever they want to do, I'm
1: down. Well, there you go. I trust okay. them. So that's, that's all I'm saying. This was for you that I put this in here. This, I this is your book. I appreciate you. This thing. Well I appreciate that you appreciate that. <laughs>
0: so I got a uh I got a nice little something in the mail today.
1: What'd you get? That would be the Vision hardcover. How like big is it though?
0: It's it's a I mean standard hardcover, I guess.
1: What what do you get? what what are the extras? What do you get? what are the things?
0: So you do get you know how they released those they sort of re released Vision With a lot of like the director's cut stuff, they called it. Yeah. And it looks like all that's in here. So there's every issue, and then it's the book sort of split up into two. So the first half is every issue, what was there, 12 of them? And then the second half is the behind the scenes of all 12 issues. There's like some variant covers. And then, you know, as you breeze through here, there's scripts and some notes from Tom King and some artwork. Um, I've only breezed through that part of it. Um I will take a look and go through all that. I mean this book to me was very much so a, a masterpiece of of some sort. Um you know my favorite types of of books like this are the ones that I get get in hardcover to to keep around and you know poke around with. And uh this was and I'm just now looking at the front cover of it and it says a comic book masterpiece courtesy of the New York Times. So Well, I mean well
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, you and your terms have a lot in common. Yeah,
0: I read you know I read a few pages when I opened it up. And uh, it it reminded me instantly of how good the book was. So probably this next week, I'll read through this again. And I I have a friend at work who has not read this. And I told him that I would instantly loan him the book. So I need to read it myself and then take it into him and and spread the, uh, the vision love.
1: Well, it was a great book. I agree. This is certain.
0: And mostly, anyone who's probably wanted to buy this, most likely already has it. It was that weird thing with Amazon where... Their trades and hardcovers don't ship until, like, two weeks after they're out in actual comic stores. I think that's, like, some sort of deal maybe Diamond or somebody has that makes people buy them more in comic stores than just order on Amazon. But I waited two weeks.
1: Okay. Well, I I applaud that you did not want to go anywhere to get it. <laughs> I applaud that. All
0: right. So we had, uh, for this week's number one, last week we – last week when we did the show – Days of Hate and Ice Cream Man number one both came out. We chose Days of Hate to read. That was the new Alice Kot book. Uh, so we just just held Ice Cream Man number one for this next episode, which we are recording right now. I'm talking to you in uh, your ears. So we've oh. got Ice Cream Man number one. I don't want to read all this. Chocolate Vanilla Existential, existential Horror. Uh, this is a genre-defying comic series featuring disparate one-shot tales of sorrow, wonder, and redemption. Each installment features its own cast of strange characters. Uh, and on the periphery of all of them, like the twinkling music of his colorful truck, is the Ice Cream Man, a weaver of stories, a, purvey- a purveyor of sweet treats.
1: All right, so... Uh, I don't believe that description did this any justice at all. So we got... I mean, I don't know where to start with this. So the Ice Cream Man is, is a werewolf?
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Okay. And that, that's not we, fully
0: explained or anything.
1: And we've got a kid who... Has a pet spider that's very venomous that has killed his parents, and, and somehow this all crossroads somewhere. I mean, <laughs> as I like shit on it, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was a terrible read. No. I, mean, I, remember, I, I remember feeling like when, when it was done, it was like, well, where could this go next? So, I, I, uh, anything?
0: Something? I, I'm in, intrigued to read a second issue because since it is one shot tales that are all woven together by this ice cream man is, is he going to stay in the same town? Ta- does he stay in the same town at all times? Like, is just all these weird stories going to happen to this one town, you know, and, and no one like catches on to him eventually. Um, cause you know, like you said, after you finish, you, you don't know where it's going to go. Cause, cause right now you've got a, a bunch of dead people from the bite of a spider uh, you know, a kid that was raising himself on candy and chocolates for a few weeks. Like, does this town just, this crazy scenario thing that happens? And then, like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll move on to the next one, next crazy story in this little town. I, I'm intrigued as to where it's going to go. Like, it, it's, uh, i I want to see what, how this ice cream man. Weaves all of this nonsense together. Will I be on board after so, an okay. issue two? I don't know, but I, I want to see what.
1: So you would read issue two. I believe You're so. In. I believe really,
0: so. just to see that that point.
1: I mean, it was very random. I mean, yeah, it really was. It really was where it just. I was like, I don't understand because we get, we have cops on the trail and the the ice cream man's doing his magical thing and and somebody's cat was skinned alive and yeah. Then we got I you know I'm again. I'm not even hating on that. I just was just like, what is the? Yeah, like, it was like how
0: one shot will it be? Will Will issue two have? Will the same police force be around? Will that lady who had her cat skinned be still complaining about something going on? Like, or is he's like, you know, this happened, so I'm just going to move on to the next town because I got to duck out of here.
1: I don't. How many ways can you skin a cat? That's what I don't know. <laughs> I don't even understand. I'm sorry. I walked into that one. Yeah, you sure. Sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, so I, I agree with you that it was not a uh, it was not terrible, but I wonder how they could continue to have a sort of a, in their own words, a sort of a anthology book where everything's going to be kind of different and, and characters will will come and go. So we'll see.
0: We may find out. This had an 8.5 critic rating and a 9.1 user rating. So people are that loving is.
1: it. Okay. Well. Did, was, was that you? Did you write that?
0: I have never left a rating on Comic-Con <laughs> <Prime at> once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So what's happening? Wait. right. What'd you read? Wait. I don't know, how do we do this again? Mean, we got
0: next week's number one.
1: Okay. What's happening? Next
0: week's number one. We're doing Legion number one of five. Trauma part one. A mind-bending X-Men tale from the brains of Peter Milligan and Wilfredo Torres. David Holler, the son of Professor Charles Xavier, has always had trouble containing the multiple personalities in his mind. And with each personality comes a wild and dangerous mutant power. But now a terrifying new personality is threatening to absorb these powers and take over David's mind and body In a desperate attempt to save himself. David seeks out the help of renowned young psychotherapist, Hannah Jones to delve into his fractured mind and fight back this dark personality. But unknown to Legion, Dr. Jones brings her own demons with her rated T plus.
1: Ooh. So, I mean, all right, I I'm impressed that you picked this. i love the legion character he's been around for a million years he's got that show on fx did you ever finish it out Uh, i've
0: got like two i got like two left and this is partly why why i chose this so i mean i like the i I dig the marvel books when they're not you know the the main characters so this is someone that is interesting to me i don't know a ton about it's got a tv show out now that i've have, have very much enjoyed and it's planned to be a one of five so you know i'm anticipating a tightly knit story here that I could latch on to, perhaps.
1: So, I mean, all I'm saying is, I mean, Legion has been a kooky, weird, uh, hard-to-define character for a long time. Peter Milligan is also a very trustworthy writer. Uh, More on the humorous side of the house, but I'm excited. I mean, I I can't even say how much I love that show and how much it is really built on this character's mythos, but even still before that in, in the comics, this guy has been so weird. So... Uh, fingers crossed. We'll see.
0: I, I'm hopeful.
1: Okay. Well, what do you get with that?
0: So this, this, was there anything extra that, so I think after last show you were going to get to things like rumble and super sons, which is why we did not talk about them last time. Yeah. Even though I had read them. So catch me up on, on what you were able to, to catch up with.
1: All right, so I read Rumble Number Two. I mean, which I, 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 I'm I, curious what you think, too. I feel like, as much as I want it to be a huge success, we have changed out the artist. I feel like it really is designed for new people. I'm very How you close feel- to unsubscribing. Oh, God, I hate that. Because I really did enjoy the first run. I felt like that creative team was just so with it. Uh, James Heron, who's left the book, John Arcudi, who's been on this show. mm. Right.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's lacking. It, it's lacking something.
1: Something is just not. I mean, right. you've you
0: still got the same cast of characters. The story hasn't fully kicked into gear yet. Uh, so you know, his he could have something planned that that really brings it around. But I mean, James Heron made the, made these characters, man. Like it, his yeah. his arc yeah. compared to what what you're seeing now is is vastly different. Yeah. I mean, it would be, and this is like a a huge comparison. But I mean, if you were 18 books into saga and took Fiona staples off of it. Like she created those characters.
1: Yeah. And if you
0: were to bring in someone else who's completely different style, it would have a, you know, a major turn to, to what you were looking at.
1: But don't you also feel like there's been some degree of catering to new people Yes. where they're just, I don't, I don't like that. Why have I, why have I been around for, you know, 18 books to get like a new artist and a like a uh, sort of a, we already learned this. Why are we still talking about the genesis of like these elements? I don't know. So there's that Super Sons 12 which takes us takes us out of that crossover which I also didn't really give a shit for. So
0: Mhm.
1: So I that's 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 that.
0: Yeah, I you know, I didn't I mentioned when this started, I was not a fan of this merging into a crossover. And the only ones I read of the crossover were Super Sons and Teen Titans. I um, I've mentioned a few times that I was very much looking forward to these two being able to do their own thing. We finally got to that point. (coughs) Excuse me. So at the end of this, and I don't care if I'm, if I'm going to ruin it for somebody, but when the the teen Titans kind of votes to say, Hey, we need to figure out our own stuff before we add some more people. I was like standing ovation to that because I was scared for a second that these books were going to merge because I've plenty of times said, I'm not enjoying Teen Titans. I'm enjoying Super Sons. I want these two to keep doing their own thing. So, you know, Superboy, don't worry about ever joining the Teen Titans. Be your own dude. Hang out with Damien. Have fun, please, for the, for the love of God. Stay away.
1: Okay. Well, I don't have that kind of emotional connection, but, <laughs> it, it, but, but good to know. And so we also saw the finale of Secret Warriors with book 12. What do you think?
0: Um, I am not fully caught up on this, still no no well, I'm like two or three behind, maybe I started dying off when it it started to tie into something else.
1: Well, the point is this book has now ended, and I thought it ended very well. uh, you know, these characters really never belong together. Matthew Rosenberg is clearly a very busy dude, and uh we signed off on this, and i again i i I thought it was nice it, it it revolved around a board game and people just basically playing to their strengths and one by one getting picked off so that's all hmm.
0: okay well we were we were fans of this i would still promote it to someone to to go ahead and check out the first four issues are actually on Comicsology unlimited if you happen to be a subscriber uh this was a you know a mashup of characters that you wouldn't expect to to be together and to thrive together, but Rosenberg's style made it made it work. Especially those first, you know, I mean, the whole series that, like you say, is is pretty good. And uh, I haven't fully finished it yet, but those first five or six issues were were very strong. Um, we were glad to see this continue on after secret after um, what was it? Born out of? I'm, I'm forgetting right now, but we we weren't sure if whether it was going to keep going or not, and it did for quite some time. So good for Matthew.
1: All right. Well, there you go.
0: The only other thing that I read is that I had a coupon hit my inbox for maybe $5 off of spending 15. And I've been behind on the, the new doom patrol. And this is the one that is, is, uh, what's there? A young animal imprint out of DC done by Gerard way. Um, I've, I enjoyed the first bits of this. I had, I had subscribed, early on and it was one of those things where i tailed off and unsubscribed whenever they started missing deadlines like crazy because um, there's too many comics
1: that's what i'm saying
0: too many stories in my head you know that's and, what i'm saying yeah it became one of those books where i read i loved it and then from you know issue 4 to 5 it would take 3 months to come out and when it came out i would have to go back and read four issues again and i don't have time to like, keep going back And, and reading. Um, and you know, it's, it's built up now to nine issues. I bought the, the four that I did not have. I had read the first five. Uh, I bought the, the the next four that I didn't have used my coupon. I have read three of those. So I've got one more to catch up on. It's a, it's a very good book. I just would, would recommend, um, anyone to, to just pick up a volume one, wait till it's completely done don't hang on for dear life with it. It's probably going to get delayed again, but it's good. It's a cast of characters that I didn't know much about. And, you know, I've I've explained this a few times. It's quirky. It's, it's a good read. Just, you know, don't anticipate it coming out all the time as often as it should.
1: I only have book one and I was like, what's happening. I had no clue with the, with the burrito cover. Remember Mm -hmm. that? Oh yeah. I got, I got nothing. That's all.
0: It was fun. It's fun.
1: Well, but we'll see about that. Right. For me, <laughs> for me. All right. So, okay, we have discussed this book. We are all so curious. FX is still saying that they are optimistic about why the Last Man is a TV series.
0: Can, will we ever see the day?
1: I don't. I don't think so, man. I'm sorry to say it so dramatically. I it's just such an amazing narrative, and who doesn't want to see it happen? The Walking Dead's still going on. They've changed the fuck out of that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's.
0: So the the background on this, New Line Cinema acquired the film rights in 2007, with DJ Caruso was loosely attached. Who the hell is did- that? I don't know. They they disagreed about the format. He envisioned a trilogy because it's, you know, it's, it's an anthology series. There's a lot to touch in this book, right. like 60 yes. issues or whatever. Yes, how many yes, it was. yes, yes, right. The studio wanted a single film. The adaptation was revived by New Line in 2012 when it was considered a priority for the studio. But then the film rights reverted back to Brian K. Vaughn and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's the, the artist? Pi. Pi Guerra. Gara, okay. okay, in 2014. So they have the film rights. FX has the television rights, and apparently they have had um, somebody that works on The American Gods, Michael Green, as showrunner, who had worked on Stars as American Gods. But American Gods has had a shakeup, and he's no longer working there. So that's why the buzz is picking back up on this. Who knows? It, it was announced. Plans to adapt it in 2015. It's now 2018, and they clearly haven't started working on it. I imagine a script exists, but who knows what's happening. We, we all want to see it. We need to see it. This is one of the best. This is the book that like got me into comics. It's one great. of the best stories out there. Everything right, about it at- is fantastic, and it needs to. I feel like it needs to live on to a wider audience.
1: I agree with you 100%. It is a fantastic. I mean, I, I got all the trades. Back to back, I could. This is one of those you would you would get the end of one book and be like, "Let's keep going." I, I this is a, there, and there's so much you you don't learn, which I think is, is is a hallmark of a good storyteller. Like some elements you never learn, but it's yes. still good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So there,
0: written by one of the best.
1: Well, who I met in person.
0: <laughs> all been, right, all right,
1: should have been here. So there's
0: been news around the the Venom set that Tom Holland, uh, the current Spider-Man, has been spotted uh, in this Venom film. It's been a big secret as to whether or not he, this Spider-Man, would show up in this Venom, if this Venom exists within the MCU, blah, 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 lots of nerd stuff. Whatever contractual details Sony and Marvel have worked out, uh, it appears as though, it might. to me it looks like it's going to be one of those things where Spider-Man could appear in this Venom thing, but Venom would never appear in like Avengers-type movies.
1: That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we'll get what we got with uh, Suicide Squad, great flick, where, you know, Venaflex Benaf- <laughs> Batman shows up in a, in a flashback only. That's it. Yeah. Based upon, it's called Venom. It's not a Spider-Man movie. So, you know, the fact that we'll get any type of anything but, but i still don't understand how, how this is supposed to be a movie i don't understand it <laughs> <laughs> do you think like i don't understand like a venom movie yeah like, what,
0: listen what i mean? love venom but i feel like he should be in the spider-man movies if not and not on his own yet at least until he's you know broken out properly in one of these spider-man movies that's well, that's been the issue
1: well i know i mean tom hardy's a good actor yeah so we'll very see much so. and, and then, jenny and, slate and,
0: i like she, she's in it
1: and there's rumors of of Carnage being in there somehow, some way.
0: Okay, October fifth, twenty eighteen. We'll find out.
1: Well, I'll see you at the movies. <laughs> and okay. we've got
0: um, a June seventh uh, release of Cloak and Dagger, by the way, on Freeform.
1: I saw the teaser. Did you?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like all we got, we we all we only get to see. I can't even speak English. I only get to see the the dagger power part i want to see cloak in full deal i want to see full like mystical crazy he looks kind of scary that whole thing
0: well you've got like five more months to wait
1: i mean i don't you remember when molly just ripped his shit off yeah that, that was crazy
0: yeah I, I, man i would love if this would cross over with runaway somehow which which i i doubt it would i mean two different types of things going on here but I, I'm, it's crazy to me that this doesn't come out until June when they I feel like they released the trailer to this like before the Runaways one had ever come out so they, it seems like they've been sitting on this a while
1: well I mean look what happened to the uh, the New Mutants true they've been uh, kicked on the goal. fecal but to 20, 2019
0: after the success of Runaways on Hulu this has got uh, some big shoes to fill here
1: well I mean I'm not making fun I want to see me too Jesus. Uh, so one quick last thing, because I just saw this come through Nerdist, was there's a whole documentary on Funko. We're all fans of how they do this, and apparently there's, there's a bit of a controversy in how this whole thing came to be, and selling of properties, and how it kind of became sort of a underground thing, and a niche thing, and now an everybody thing. So check it out.
0: I, yeah, I need to watch this.
1: Well, I mean, how many do you have? I think I have six.
0: Uh Funko's. I'm looking around my room right now. I see a Robin. And then on my in my cube at work there's probably six or seven. I have less than ten. Okay. It's You're respectable. A yeah. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> They're all nerd stuff, except I do have uh Jeffrey Lebowski holding a white Russian.
1: Well that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> Far out, dude. <laughs> Alright. Well anyway, so Another great show. We're, we've got to get back on track, man.
0: We are. This week. Well, not really.
1: We're I'm one day late. I'm saying
0: this next, this next, week, this next oh, week.
1: Oh, this next week. Okay, yes, gotcha. All week. right. Books to read. Things to have. Celebrations. Apparently. Some, I don't know. It's, it's a new year.
0: <laughs> Until next time, com. Hit us up online.